other tales. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about the fucking X-Men, Gary. That's what we're here to do. I'm talking They're Wolverine. Back, I'm talking Psylocke. I'm talking Genocide. That's an X-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Gary got the top three. Wild Child. <laughs> Wild Child. All the best X-Mans. Dark Beast. Magneto with a beard that's tied into a little ponytail. Don't like that, but we're here to talk about it. We're going to do it. <laughs> He loves to do that in alternate universes. He just lets his hair down. He does it. What about Charles Xavier dying makes him want to wear a braid? Isn't that so strange? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like at some point in the past in Israel, he tried it, and Charles Xavier was like, I don't know, Eric. And then that just stopped him for eternity from ever doing it. Looking like a douche, Eric. (laughs) Eric. Are you a magician or a mutant? Eric. Just just sarcastically, oh, you you look great. And then it just destroyed Magneto. And then now in a world without Charles Xavier, he can braid to his heart's content. Yeah, the real real secret power of Magneto's helmet is it stops uh, Xavier's passive-aggressive comments about his appearance. It's constant (laughs) criticism. <laughs> oh, is that uh, what you're wearing, yeah. Eric? It looks okay. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, God damn it, Charles. <laughs> the the uh, braids of the future, Charles. <laughs> Not bald. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good to be back. It's been a minute. It has been a while. Thank it's, you, everybody, for uh, yeah. being super patient. Um, I had COVID, and then I was gone for two weeks. Uh, thank you, Gary, for filling in with a uh, very hilarious Gambit episode. Um, I appreciate no y'all, y'all being patient with me. Uh, and now I'm back, and I don't have COVID, and I don't have to go to Chicago for two weeks and um, eat hospital food for almost every day, mm. which is... Um, Boy, Gary, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I got really excited one day because it was barbecue Wednesday. Uh and then <laughs> I had the barbecue and I I literally just was like, I this is inedible. I can't do it. I can't eat this. This is bad. <laughs> Ceased to be getting yeah. excited. Oof. It was it was something else, yeah. my man. But uh but we're back and we're gonna be talking about more uncanny X Force. Uh the Dark Angel saga. Yeah. Uh, it actually worked out really well with us doing three episodes last time we recorded because we didn't like do the first episode of the saga. And then take an entire month off. <laughs> it's going to work you know, really, so really good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so to catch everybody up, we're we're dealing with kind of a uh, side team of the X-Men that Wolverine is running uh, to basically it's an assassination squad. They're, 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 yep. they're killing problems instead of uh, talking about problems. Uh, we've got um, some 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 bad news though because uh, Warren Worthington, aka Angel, aka Archangel, has now been taken over uh, by Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. So yeah. he is on his way to turning into Apocalypse because our Apocalypse has died. Uh, and there's a there's a bunch of lore in that that if you want to hear about, you can go. I assume listen to the last episode. That was such a fucking fever dream for me, man. <laughs> like I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about the setup and yeah, stuff I, th- I thought we did in, in that so. episode. Yeah, uh, and this is uh, what they're doing is they found uh, they went and checked in with the Dark Beast and broke him out of prison because he knows uh, where they might be able to find a life seed or he knows how to counteract what's happening to Angel. It's a life seed, but we have to go back to the Age of Apocalypse for it yes uh one of the things i really like about the the rick remender run about this is that it's uh real fun with alternate universes 
that's such a sub theme of X-Men, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's, you know, racial tensions, like racial metaphor. And then like space is a thing for some reason, uh, <laughs> alternate universes are a huge thing with the X-Men. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, uh, uh, alternate universes it's, it's fun to revisit. and time travel and some, yeah, time you, and some form of combination sometimes, which is always a, another great time. Um, yeah. I'm I'm watching a time travel show on Netflix right now called Dark, which I'm sure you you may have okay. heard of. Uh, and it's I have I have it's rare, you know, in the X Men, everybody wears these outlandish costumes. So if they're in fucking twenty seven ninety nine, that's Wolverine. Like even yeah. if, even if it's twenty seven ninety nine Wolverine, he's got three claws or and maybe like one arm or whatever. But that's that's Wolverine. I can tell. Uh, in the TV show Dark, it's set in nineteen fifty three. 1986 and then um 2019 and it's all in germany so just it's a bunch of german looking dudes being germans and i'm like i've got to get a fucking like family tree chart out to track this <laughs> i am so confused uh what i'm saying is the x-men are better time travel than anything else the uh the germans should probably dress like wolverine to keep it clear God, i would make that show so much more fun i'm gonna be honest with you and it's already pretty fucking fun <laughs> if, if you threw yeah. if you threw wolverine in there i'd be having a great time it'd make me want to go to germany yeah, everybody's dressed like Wolverine. Do you uh yeah, do you have any desire to go to Germany? Like I, I'm sure, sure, I'm gonna piss off some Germans here, but like that's one of the, the countries where I'd be like, yeah, I mean, if we're if you yeah, if, if you're paying for it, yeah, if it's on the way, <laughs> yeah. it's it, that's kind of on the way to like all the good ones, right? <laughs> like we can make I, a stop. I think German, like Germany, seems like I'd vibe with it. Yeah, like the the culture now, like uh, they're very nice. You know, mm-hmm. they're very like I, I think about uh, the later or the mid seasons of Better Call Saul, like that, that architect they brought in. God, we're making like, I'm gonna be friends with that guy. I'm going to pull up our, our how many what percentage of our audience is in the German. It's in Germany. So we can just tell how many people we're, we're pissing off right now. I'm not making anybody mad. Viva. Viva Germany. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it seems cool. Like, I, I think it's, it'd be a cool culture, like a good cultural fit for me. Um, it's up there for me. Yeah, there you go. One out of yeah. two ain't bad. You got you got half the yeah. podcast to go into Germany. We'll have to see. We'll have to do a cold tiebreaker. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> and then and then Will is the wild card. <laughs> yeah, Cole, Cole's like, I don't want to leave Ohio. And it's like, well, uh, guess Cole, it's another... Cole's response is not even if you're paying for it. <laughs> yeah, indecisive. Um, uh, so we're talking about uh, Uncanny X Force number eleven. Uh, really cool cover. It it does spoil what's going to happen. Yes. You know, that we're we're going to have the uh, Age of Apocalypse X-Men fighting our X-Force team. But like, you know, put me in, coach. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I want that. Um, the yeah. only bummer and about this is, this is uh, uh, I think that we, we don't ever actually see Rachel Summers in the comic book. <laughs> like, that's the... I saw her on the cover and I was like, oh. no, oh. that's uh, that's Jean Grey. Is that supposed... That's short-haired Jean Grey. Because I thought with, yeah. the, with, the scar, with the tattoo on her face, that was... Uh, I, she... I, no, okay. that, that's gene in the uh because professor xavier died nobody was around to to give her bad comments about her pixie cut okay sure. so yeah she's got that hair at the end uh, oh, when she's revealed. fucking xavier so, man awful awful I, person i love that we unlocked it he's just like a fashionista <laughs> and that's why everyone dresses different in different dimensions mm. so we're yeah. gonna we're gonna start out they have uh freed dark beast from his uh prison sentence and they are going to teleport into the age of apocalypse to get a life seed which is like the antithesis mm. of uh apocalypse it's a celestial thing for more of that stuff just go watch um the eternals uh, the, the hit mcu movie from 2020 yeah. just watch it a few times to make sure you, you yeah, yeah yeah watch all it, two and a half hours of that to, to see what's up 
And and I love this uh this story arc. I will say that it gets a little like mumbo jumboy in mm-hmm. terms of like life seeds and death seeds and competing forces, like what the Eternals want with the world versus what Phoenix wants with the world and stuff like that. You don't have to really care too much about it. Like, or you can, uh, I'm here for the character stuff yes. like this yeah. to me, this team specifically with its kind of grounded nature feels like they're being buffeted by this extra cosmic stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to exist in that space. I am like along Wolverine for the even says like this, this, uh, narration in the beginning where he's like, yep. Age of apocalypse. We got to go get a thing. That's going to fix Warrens. We're going to go get the doodad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just okay with like, and I'm sure like lore nerds are all into this and I'm, I'm happy for him. And I think that Remender writes this stuff in such a way as to like fold in neatly with like previous stuff. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just don't care about it very much. Like if you could, you could substitute life seed for Daniel Craig and I would just not even bat an eye at it. It'd be like, the oh, Daniel Craig seed. they got to go get the Daniel Craig seed. Okay. That, that makes sense. I guess let's go. Yeah. Each apocalypse. Gotta make little Craiglets. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they're all going through and they're bantering. Uh, and this is because they're nervous. Like this is a scary thing they're doing. Um, and they, they, they talk about that later. Like they're teaming up with this really awful villain to do this very scary thing. Um, they got their portal open. They got three hours to get in. And we have not seen the age of apocalypse at this point. This is post the, uh, age of apocalypse we covered. Um, this is after apocalypse, after Mr. Sinister made a play, which was in a follow-up miniseries, If I remember, uh, this is after all that. So this is the most recent age of apocalypse stuff we've seen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's awful. It's even worse than it usually is. Yeah. Uh, um, we've, it's almost yeah. 10 years after the events uh, and they jump in and everybody is, looks like dead. Like there's been a lot of human calling. This just looks like a trash town. Like this is fallout, you know, 79 or whatever you want to call it, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, they get up, uh, they, when they get in, they try to get up high so they can find their lab and you get to see the whole spread of the city. Um, there are these sentinel blimps, like blimps with sentinels on the bottom instead of, cargo or like instead of a, a yeah. passenger area uh-huh. which i love I like love <laughs> um and this huge you know just kind of floating uh city above a building that's going to be where uh, the lab is yeah where they're going to go or where they're going to go in the end i think they go to a lab that's somewhere different but they're basically trying to find the lab because yeah. that's where the life seat is uh unbeknownst um, to them they are being spied on by one wild child or is that that's saber tooth or wild child that's i think that's wild child that's wild child yeah that's a, that's a little guy i I don't have Twitter, so I can't um, do tweets now. Okay. Yeah, uh, that one is of the how things I was works. thinking about. So, you know, there's the, the movie Little Women, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the sequel to that. The next book she wrote is called Little Men. And I think it'd be very funny if Little Women was about, you know, dowagers and, and politeness in 1800 society, what it's like to be a woman. And Little Men was just about creepy little guys like Wild Child. Wild Child. Like this little feral, like toad, you know, uh, Igor, gremlins, yeah, that kind of dude, yeah, 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 yeah. just a yeah. just a group of them, um, all doing, yeah. all, all doing little god things, doing little goblin mode stuff, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, little gremlins, um, but yeah, they're getting spied. That might be uh, Sabretooth, actually. He's just looking thin in the face. Um, they pass by a breadline, basically, where uh, we find we get a little information here. This is foreshadowing, um. It's still Apocalypse of some type is still in charge because they're talking about a Kaaba uh, there, which is the religious order as Apocalypse. And their version of kind of stormtroopers in this are dressed up like samurai. Yes. Uh, this initially seems like a non sequitur, but we'll find out who the architect 
who the the grand weeb behind this is. The grand weeb. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The call is coming from inside yeah. the house, Gary. We all know it's you. Your secret your secret <laughs> weeb <laughs> can't, the, uh, can't hide from us anymore. There's nothing I love more than samurai. Um the uh they're just you know beating up an old woman, of course the X-Men step in and stop them uh on their way into this lab. Yep. Which yeah. uh of course still recognizes Hank McCoy. And as we go in, we greeted with the classic, like, dudes in glass jars, which is always super exciting. Um, we're about to get, like, a deep lore dive as we see. There are these giant uh, paintings of the, the Age of Apocalypse teams. So we've got, you know, long-haired Scott Summers and Dark Beast and Mr. Sinister all standing with Apocalypse. And I love the fact that Deadpool just jumps in and is like, no, 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 we're good. Yeah, let's yeah, just get the thing and let's, let's leave. Yeah, none, of this, none of this stuff's real. I also like, uh, man, it sucks that all your guys in jars died. <laughs> like, it's, this, I, I like this version of, uh, of Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, he basically says, get to it. Uh, Beast, Dark Beast pulls out the life seed which looks like something you would get for pre-ordering Death Stranding. Yes. Like, it, it mm-hmm. just looks like a little, little tiny, little plastic doodad. Uh, but who, who teleports in but Age of Apocalypse Nightcrawler? Yay! With the cool swords. Uh, Yay! Nightcrawler is dead in the current timeline. Uh, so when Wolverine yes. sees Nightcrawler, he is immediately assaulted by grief and complicated feelings because him and uh, Nightcrawler were boys. And in a certain, certain corners of the internet, they were more than men together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, and Nightcrawler is taken as well because he wasn't friends with this version of Wolverine super tight or anything, but he knew him, you know? So they're both just like, oh my God, that this is weird. Uh, until Nightcrawler realizes Wolverine still has his hand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as soon as he's a clone teleports out with the life seed. Yep. Uh, so this sucks. They need it. And they have to chase him down. So, uh, Betsy starts doing some psychic tracking. Uh, Wolverine divides the team up. He tells uh, Phantomos to go uh, to the rooftops. To he tells Deadpool to go to the windows, which I thought was like, okay, yeah. what? <laughs> How many of those exist in this world of the apocalypse? Yeah. Uh, and while he's going to go down to the street and try to catch some scent, uh, where in fact he does, but it's not the scent that he's looking for. Instead, it is Age of Apocalypse Sabretooth, who's of course super mad at Wolverine, um, as he always is. And they instantly start fighting almost to the death. We didn't uh, talk about it earlier. I really like the art in this, uh, this comic, yeah. the specific issue. Like the art on this run is good. They're going to bring back the guy who did um, secret Avengers during the AVX stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that guy who I really like uh, this guy is not, everyone's very muscular. It's not that he's drawing people, you know, with realistic muscles, but they're all stocky, you know, like they all look thick in a way that looks realistic. Like they look strong. They don't look like cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. to me you don't mean thick uh, and with they all two ha- C's. They have like weight you mean you yeah mean, like they, you mean... they fall down like nobody's jumping into the air doing anime flips and shit like every every attack has impact for this yeah yeah and there's like some stuff in the future too where uh we, we've talked about this a lot where like women look nice without looking like they were drawn by a 13 year old right like they just yeah they just look like normal women you know normal hot women i not not a commercial for tits. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like tried tits, or diet tits. It, it, it's that kind of thing. If you like them small, yeah. where do you see them big? <laughs> yeah. The uh, now tit extreme. Um, the uh, there this is a superhero misunderstanding fight. You know, uh, the Age of Apocalypse X Men assume because they were working with Dark Beast. You know, they're, they're assholes and the, the RX men keep trying to kind of explain, but they basically have no time. They have to get that fucking life seed They're on the clock. You got three hours, yeah. you know, uh, 
up top, uh, Deadpool gets confront confronts uh, Nightcrawler. Uh, there, Nightcrawler who killed uh, their version of Deadpool. Yes, Deadman Wade in a comic we talked about several years ago. When we talked about that, he teleported his head off. Uh, he does it again. Yep. Uh, here, but this time the head disappears from his hands, and we realize that it's nothing but a little misdirection. Oh so. man, we uh, the misdirection stuff in one of the issues coming up, we get to see what the misdirection looks like when it doesn't work. Yeah, it's really good, and I like it. A, I like it a lot more than it just being an illusion power. He's just like telling people things. Yeah, exactly. He's just literally talking you know? to them. Yeah, like whispering in their yeah. ear almost. It's very cute. Um, it's it's much it's much it's cooler. Then, uh, and finally, somebody gets to counter it, which I like because uh, uh, it is OP. Nightcrawler manages to stab Deadpool in the eye, uh, which has to suck no matter what your healing power power can do. Uh, Wolverine is having trouble uh, t- defending against both Wildchild and Sabretooth, so has to do the classic one-two maneuver of uh, elbowing Wildchild in, with his uh, in the face and then jabbing Sabretooth in the chest. And that is when yep. uh, all of a sudden Betsy is there to to break up the party. And of course, Betsy and this version of Sabretooth have some some history together. Um, and he recognizes her almost immediately uh, and tells Wolverine, like, hey, this is not the the creed that you know. This is a different creed. Uh, this, Which, like, they spend a lot of time telling us this kind of stuff. Like, there's a lot of this, like, oh, you're not the person I thought. And I'm like, yeah, like, I... I, I on our X-Men, they, you should kind of know you went to a different universe. Of course, it's not the same dude. Yeah. Like, don't just assume things. But it's it a little, I, I understand it a little bit more with Gene and Nightcrawler. Yeah. Like how it just feels yeah. weird mm-hmm. for Wolverine, you know, but he, he, he could also, he shouldn't be disbelieving it when somebody just tells him. Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, they've stopped the fight and everything seems fine, but they drop the life seed and who grabs it but Sunfire. And Sunfire here, uh, first of all, like Age of Apocalypse Sunfire, one of my all-time favorite superhero looks. Very cool. Very, um, very cool. Just incredible looking. Um, and he's uh, characterized very accurately. Like Sunfire is arrogant and impulsive. Uh, you know, and he's, uh, he's just like, I'm going to destroy it. Like, don't do that. Well, the others think. He's like, they'll think I'm right. You know, this is what <laughs> you're supposed to do. They'll thank me for my prudence. And he blows up the life seed. That was the whole reason they were there. Uh, and this sucks. This is bad. But who leaves but Dark Beast? Yep. He's like, you know, this is actually way worse. Have a terrible life here. I'm out. Yeah, uh, he had double crossed them. See you guys later. Um, and there's yep. still some tension between the two, two groups. Uh, but and there's a bunch of dialogue back and forth. Uh, of course, you know, Wolverine and, and Sabretooth are going to spar no matter what universe that they are in. Um, but, hey, they can't hang out here long because Sentinels are on the way. So they have to go to the hideout. Um, and along the way, we, we get some more dialogue from all of these characters. Uh, Sunfire trying to spread the, the the blame around a little bit of like, well, I didn't know it was a bad thing to be. It's called yeah. a life. And also, your thing was was hopeless. Yeah. You can't stop apocalypse. He'll always rise. And and Sabretooth says, you know, you should the bed smearing it up isn't going to cover it. You know, uh, which is true. Uh, uh, I like this thing between Elizabeth and uh, phantom x i think i phantom called him x. phantom yeah. moss earlier which is just a just a mike Patton band so uh, it's also the name of the original uh character it's based on yeah like yeah. the french thief archetype is phantom moss um phantom um, x though uh is like hey because you know betsy is like hey thank you for coming and helping uh warren and he's like yeah you know i'm not doing it for warren i'm doing it for you so yeah yep sweet boy uh, you know, they're talking about that they're going to their hideout. In this version, they have taken over Atlantis. They've fortified Atlantis uh, to get on there. Um, they're walking around, and Nightcrawler is basically like, "Listen, you know, uh, we don't want this to happen to another dimension. Like, we're still X Men. 
right? Like we have this misunderstanding, but we, we will save your universe. Like you come into other universes and save them. We're still good guys, even though we're, you know, uh, tempered by this dark reality. Let's meet the boss. The boss will know what to do. And they open the door just as Wolverine is thinking like, Oh, uh, you know, there's only one person who could fuck me up more than Nightcrawler, <laughs> uh, Gene. And then who's there, but Gene and Magneto in- enjoying some like wine and formal wear. Yeah. Just ca- uh, casual, casual like, wear. Like if this is exactly the kind of dress that I would bring to my secret Atlantis, um, headquarters, like Christmas I be- party. I bet this whole thing like, like un- unzips yeah. from the back for like easy removal. You know what I'm saying? Like we yep. can get out of this bad yeah. boy at the, you just, you point me to the bowl of keys. I'll handle the zipper and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we got the, this uh, party online. The Iceman storm. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, where they have, uh, this, this swinging party. Um, yeah, it's real weird that they're dressed up like for a Christmas party. Uh, to me, I, I guess Magneto isn't. He's just wearing clothes, you know. But Gene looks dressed up. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's also one of those things of uh, you know, the X Men have that sense of fashion where, like, oh, when I was sixteen, I decided my uniform is green, so now all of my clothes are green for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, no matter where I live, Charles Xavier can't stop that. Uh, and this this is the big uh, cliffhanger here. Yes. You know, it's uh oh, Jean Grey is still alive, and that's gonna fuck up Wolverine um we cut over to uh issue 12 here the cover with uh betsy braddock and phantom mouse making out yeah uh, great cover looking good Mm -hmm. Good with fish in the background yeah and again we have uh something in a still scantily scantily clad but not an advertisement for boobs exactly uh, psylocke Um, um it's a good ass but it is not uh you know I don't know what I'm trying yeah, to say. It's not you guys suspiciously know, you good. guys understand. We've talked about this a bunch. So I'm just going to move yeah. on before I just make this weird. Yeah. Uh, I love how Professor Xavier dying made fish have kind of human faces in this world. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah these little guys. Uh, angry, <laughs> angry little, little dudes that you would, that you, yeah. you know. I was thinking the other day, do you think that they could ever pull off, uh, and that this is, I'm sorry, this is totally out of fucking context of what we're talking about. Do you think they could pull off an underwater area in a Souls game in like Elden Ring or something? Ooh. That's a good question. Because they did that. Um, they kind of did that with Sekiro, kind of. Yeah. And then they did yeah. a Mortal Unchained, which had like a weird underwater area that just had like super heavy gravity. So you just walked around instead of swimming. But um, I don't know. I was trying to think of like how they would pull that off or if they could. And I, I don't know. I just think I find it fascinating, I don't, though. Yeah. I don't know if this is popular. I don't really like the underwater combat in Sekiro. Okay. Like the, the ogre you have to fight underwater. I think that's really awkward. Um, and even that game only barely used it. I think they probably could pull it off, but I think I'd want it to be different than that. Yeah. I hate like it. The chase I, sequence in, in Sekiro is a lot better than the fight sequence. I hated all underwater. of the combat and or not, not all of the combat under all of the underwater <laughs> combat. <in Sekiro>. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to bonfires. Yeah, that to discuss. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. The underwater stuff was no great shakes. Yeah. Like it was refreshing not to immediately drown when you hit the water, but yeah, I don't think it's great fighting. Uh, we're going to start no. this issue out with uh, Wolverine doing what he does, uh, and he's the best at what he does, which is uh, pine over Jean Grey. Uh, yeah, brooding. He, and, and, and maybe and drink a beer, it looks like, where he, then he just throws it out into, I guess, the water. <laughs> I don't into know Atlantis. <laughs> into like, hey, we don't do that now. We live here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> this is our base. Like, this, Namor yeah. is dead. Like, we, we don't, it's not okay to do There's this There's nobody kind of to stuff. clean. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, uh, you know, he's basically just recapping the relationship mm-hmm. for people who don't know it. And they're a very complicated relationship. Like they had this animal magnetism, uh, but Gene was with Scott. Everyone knew that. Yeah. 
that's just how it was. You know, uh, we had this magnetism, but it could never be. And uh, I don't know that Wolverine knows this, but of course, in this world, Wolverine and Jean were hooked up like they were husband and wife. Yeah. Um, so he he is he is just kind of sitting there thinking all of those thoughts when who rolls up? Uh, but this world's Jean Grey, who has no compunction about reading his mind whatsoever, um, and he can't um, he can't stop thinking. This is one of those things of like like a just a casual fantasy novel written by a man where they just spend a lot of time describing women, where he's like the perfect woman, handmade by God to afflict me. And I'm like, all right, dial this down, Wolverine. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. She's talking whatever to you. They do, they're just there's just going to be a comic book drawing next to it. Yeah, you know, like it's not it's not going to match the thing. I love that. I love that bit where he's like, my gene wasn't casual about reading people's minds. He's like, yeah, how'd that work out for? Her? You know, like shit. A dark edgy gene. Uh, you know, they, they talk about kind of like, they're both in the same spot though. You know, they're, they're lovers dead and they're, they're reunited. Like it's a, a complicated thing. Uh, she gives some more exposition and kind of backstory on what's happened, uh, there. And Wolverine basically saying like, it's not easy for me to see you even living in this world. You know, like in my world, we had a Charles Xavier. So you had longer hair and our world wasn't like this. Yes. You know, it was, it was much better. Uh, we didn't have this kind of shit. And she tells of what happened after the age of apocalypse where like they, they were able to defeat apocalypse. They were, uh, you know, we, they defeated Mr. Sinister after that. And then the ship landed in, uh, the middle of Manhattan and this world's Logan and another team went out to like, go confront it. Jean held back. She thought it was a dumb idea and nobody returned from it. And that's kind of all the information we get from it. So when you find out that it's just like a celestial ship later, it's kind of out of the fucking middle of nowhere, which I don't know why, because they've been hinting at life seed, not even hinting. They've been talking about life seeds and all this other stuff for a while. So I didn't, don't know why I was surprised to see celestial show up in this, mm. but, I, but I certainly wow. was. Well, and the, uh, the big twist about who, who is now leading certainly yeah. that group is going to come up and they don't know this. Like Jean isn't being withholding of this information. She doesn't know it yet. Yeah. It's going to be revealed to her as well. They've basically just been surviving. They haven't taken it to the ship again. Yep. You know, um, Wolverine says like, Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All that happened to you, but I ain't reading that. Yeah. Um, I got to get home <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, we can't be stuck. Jean's like, would that be so bad being stuck with me? You know, weird substitute husband mm-hmm. popping in. Right. Like it's a weird thing to it's the kind of thing that fantasy and comics can do where the person you love dies and another copy of them comes from another dimension. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not the same, but yeah. it'd yeah. be really hard to, you know, not feel like Yahtzee had an extra life. Do you think Autumn would be uh, more or less happy with me if I got like someone that was, you know, 60% Autumn versus 0% Autumn? You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. wonder where the, where, where the happiness, like where those, those lines, where the bell curve is on that line, because uh, it's on that graph, because like, you know. 20% Autumn is like, okay, well, she's a, she's a, she's a human woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, 0% Autumn would be like, like what? Like a, like a, like a, like a, like or a like squid an alien or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would date like, a fucking jellyfish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at a certain like a point, I'm like, okay, okay, well this is in Jeremy's wheelhouse. And then like, where does it go from there? Where's that curve? Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, uh, it's interesting. Uh, but they can't resist it. They kiss. They kiss. They, yeah. they, they do some makeouts and she stops in the middle and she's like, oh my God. And he's like, yeah, you're totally right. We shouldn't be doing this. Like there's a million reasons. She's like, no, no, no. There's just ab- absolutely just one. And it's a giant samurai sentinel that's about to bash the inside of the uh, atrium that they're standing in. Um, yeah. And in an unusual kind of thing for the X-Men, 
uh, Jean doesn't hesitate at all. She she powers up and it's immediately like, I will protect you. And then just like fucks the Sentinel up. And even tells Logan like, hey, it's not because you can't do this. It's just because I can do it way, way faster. And we got to get the fuck out of here because of this. Yep. Time is of the essence. Yep. Um, this is a scout. They find out that the Sentinels have not found their base before. Mm-hmm. This is the first one. It means they know they're there. They're going to have to lose this base. Uh, so they run back to do a meeting. One of the all-time funniest things uh, that happens in this comic happens here. They show all the remaining X-Men uh, together. They're all meeting. They're all deciding what to do. Um, this character who is uh, new to this, Mariko's daughter, is there, and there's nothing next to her. They're getting ready to do the briefing. When they go back, there's just a sad little Modoc in the background. <laughs> they, so they're going to explain this and stuff, but it's just so like I just kept looking. Like, is he hidden in that first picture? What's <laughs> is he just guy to the there? side? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, the, the comic books don't do it, and I'm sure you can fill me in on um, the the guy uh, standing next to Mariko's daughter with the giant U on his forehead. Oh, Silver Samurai. That's the that is the Silver Samurai. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, um, the you the, the fucking horseshoe like that you put above a barn entrance for good luck <laughs> really threw me on that dude. <laughs> so. He's got a good luck forehead now. <laughs> um, Gambit looks different too. He's still wearing the cape, but he's got weird little sunglasses now. Gambit, uh, uh, the sunglasses Gambit. and the and the jawline really made me think that that was Make Cyclops. Him look like Cyclops. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to me, yeah. Uh, very funny uh, lineup though, and um, this. Uh, character i don't want to keep calling her mariko's daughter what was what is her actual uh, it's name? like kariko kariko okay or something like, something like that mm-hmm. um yeah they're gonna say it in a minute i can't remember she she uh is not a very well developed character she exists to get killed in about three pages yeah yeah if you want to talk about so a woman they being don't do right by her. <laughs> like this yeah, is this... They, they do not do right by this character no um so they they explain like oh this is just um Modok is basically just a supercomputer, like with just a Xavier brain yeah. inside of a Cerebro in a mobile environment that can defend itself. Like, and, and at the, yeah. as soon as they explain that, everyone's like, that's not any better than a Modok. Yeah, actually. this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this sucks. Um, and, and just give them cute little arms and legs so we can creep everybody out. Yeah. Um, you know, they're talking about how they need the, uh, the, the life seed, mm-hmm. you know, there uh, is an interceptor refer to uh our enemy as the heir of apocalypse the person they're going to fight as well um they need the, the life seed modok has tested samples of the seed um and they, they know the seed can can work it can fight uh they found um a celestial the celestial that mccoy talked about um and it has life seeds in it um it is off in the jungle um one of the things that they that deadpool brings up during this um is that they this life seed is can kill an apocalypse um and so it brings yes. up this question of like oh wait have we all decided that we're just going to kill warren worthington uh which of course is one of the themes of this entire series of like when is it appropriate to kill something or when is it not and struggling with that concept um and of course yeah. when he when deadpool asked like you know very important question wolverine and, and betsy just kind of look at each other like uh <laughs> yeah like ah. um you know so the, the plan is they're going to send some people uh to go grab the seed and they're going to send some people to uh go fight back basically uh figure out how to get these uh doppelgangers back or get the uh the our team back yes. and the way they're going to do that is go to a jail where gateway can do it uh, they're going to go find Gateway. He's able to zap people through dimensions. Yes. So we got a split up team. Uh, Phantom X on the uh, the team to go get the seed. Jean Grey leading the team to go get Gateway. Yep. Um, 
Jean Grey leaves and Wolverine notes that like the differences in his gene and this gene are starting to shine through. Like this one's tough as nails, takes no bullshit. Um, yep. And this is where he's introduced to Karika, who is, uh, you know, Mariko's daughter. And he kind of instantly recognizes her and she confirms like, oh, this alternate Wolverine was definitely her dad. So he's, he's able to see like what that relationship outcome would have happened if Xavier hadn't been there. <laughs> if Xavier had been yeah. If Xavier hadn't stopped him from killing, having, his, <laughs> having uh, his love killed. Yeah. Absolutely. It's real weird to see like the alternate child he could have had. Yes. Like this is literally the DNA that this is what the, the kid would have been, you know, just a bonkers kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, to have to deal with. Um, and he's, he's losing it over this. Um, we cut over to Phantom X following uh, Psylocke uh, out there and basically saying, let's stop uh, dancing around this. Like, you're avoiding me. You're yelling at me. You're being rude yes. about this. Uh, you know, and she's like, like, of course I am. And he's like, oh, really? Are we still going to keep pretending this? Um, you know, you fucked up. Archangel was under your care. Like, we had this guy who is going to turn into this world destroying threat and you kept assuring us that he was in you know therapy enough to be fine um we're trying to undo your mess yes uh there uh and she she fights back you know uh you're you're being insensitive he's a man i love and he's like you didn't love him you loved helping him you know like you loved having an animal in your care basically yes and this infuriates um, her, obviously, and she yeah. lashes out. She yells at him. She punches him in the face, uh, knocks him down, um, which almost immediately then gets turned into a to a little makeout session. Which and then she pushes him off and is like, "No, I'm not going to give up on Warren." Um, so obviously she's she's very conflicted. Whether or not Phantom X is like reading the situation right, uh, it seems to me like there's definitely like some chemistry between them, and Phantom X is definitely like purposely playing on that uh but whether or not betsy is actually feeling any of this stuff is kind of like eh, maybe maybe not but she's more focused yeah. on you know her boyfriend and the team leader turning into a fucking apocalypse than making out in the back of a fucking it, a, a secret atlanta's club it's a it's a real kissy issue <laughs> it's a lot of kissing uh, as everyone is confronted with alternate reality mm-hmm. uh versions of this um so yeah so they they head off on uh the the different teams um head out yep there uh wolverine uh starts kind of being a dad you know to karika uh there you know like she's doing her her wrist wrapping is too tight yes you know i'll, I'll help you know and they're, they're they're just reminiscing uh until eventually silver samurai says shut up you know we're there we gotta go uh magneto had his spine crushed at some point so he's wheelchair bound but he's gonna hang out inside the sentinel they reprogrammed uh, to make it seem like they're a guard, and Silver Samurai is going to hang out and guard him while they go in and do the jailbreak. This is what this is why I got a little confused because I thought this was Age of Apocalypse. Uh, who is the kid that has the the toy Sentinel buddy? Um, oh, uh, Justin. Justin. Yeah. Whatever. For some reason, like yeah. I was like, man, they really fucking fuck Justin up in this. He scene. glowed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, and don't get me wrong, they fucked Silver Samurai up in this a whole lot too. Like, it's not any. He didn't get treated very well in either. But uh, no. Yeah, it's 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 something else. Um, and this this is all to the good. Like, this is all just you know typical kind of X Men stuff as they they teleport down. Uh, Gene fills us in like there's no guards here because this entire prison is a master mold sentinel. Like, there's no need for guards in this. Nobody would be dumb enough to come here to get anybody. Yeah. Um. Wolverine starts thinking he can have his cake and eat it too. You know, he's like, hey, if we pull this off, come back with us. You know, yeah. like there's really no reason for you to stay in the Age of Apocalypse. We're down one, Gene. Yeah. You know, c- come back with us. 
you know, I'm not getting along with Cyclops right now. You know, he won't be around for a bit. Uh, and she's tempted by this, uh, but they get interrupted by Age of Apocalypse blob uh, ground pounding them. I would have, uh, I would have loved to have Gene be like, you know, who would that would probably bother, even though you don't have any genes in your a gene in your universe right now, like all of the weird genes that are in your universe right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think y'all have got like two or three just out there that I don't think I need to really <laughs> fuck around with at all. <laughs> make this more complicated. Yeah. Uh, this is, I can't remember if Blob was part of Age of Apocalypse or if he's always been this guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember either. And it's been like, it wasn't that long ago that we read that. I feel like he was, but I don't remember him being a part of the Black Legion. Um, well, he, he was undoubtedly just like part of just another team. Yeah. You know, he was part of the Black Riders or something. And he got killed in two panels because that's what Age of Apocalypse did. You know, uh, he's here with this team of mashup. <laughs> Uh, characters somebody call girl talk we got a bunch of mashups on the scene man i love all Uh, of these so much i think they're it's only because we don't have them for like more than five panels right like there's nobody there's no depth to this at all so you just see stuff like grim chamber (laughs) which is yeah which is which is uh (laughs) the thing but with chamber powers why not yeah (laughs) sure like why not white cloak which for Uh, all the world looks like cable but in the fucking cloak (laughs) Yeah, a cloak and dagger. I love uh, Iron Ghost, which is Iron Man with a Ghost Rider flaming skull. Orange Hulk. That's a very funny joke. Yeah, Zombie Uh, Sentry, which is basically like every time I read anything about Sentry, he's this all-powerful guy who's just having a bad time being a zombie anyway. So that really fits for me. Yeah, basically. I don't know who all these, if they're meant to be. Like there's Manphibian. Yeah. I don't know if Manphibian something. Um, but basically, it's just a real miscellaneous crew. <laughs> the beta red going joke on here. is also very good. Like, I yeah, just beta red is great. <laughs> the idea that they yeah. went through the entire <laughs> alphabet, like, very funny to me. Yeah. Uh, Nightcaller's like, this is serious business. Like, we cannot fight them. We have to run. Yeah. You know, uh, there, there's, there's no doing this. And Wolverine picks up another scent. He's like, you know, this, this, this can't be. And it turns out the scent is himself. Uh, we get Age of Apocalypse Wolverine and missing his hand replaced with a Mega Man blaster uh, in Apocalypse armor. Yes. Uh, and he absolutely, he just destroys Karaka. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Melter. And he's also got uh, Gateway like set up, like not quite crucified, but like almost crucified. Um, yeah. Not, not dead, but like definitely like hanging up a little bit. Was, Spike to the wall. Spike to the wall. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's he's all apocalypsed up. The the drawing on this, um, I don't like this design at all. First, like I think the A on his belt should be W. I think, or at least A W yeah. or W A or something like that. Like that, I don't like yeah, just A and W. And then like a little picture of root beer. Yeah, and a little root beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we can have a bunch of green yeah. soda jokes from Deadpool. Uh, but the way this is drawn makes it look like his blaster. Um, like it makes it look like I know his hand got cut off, so this should be the end of his hand. It should be like a Samus Aaron from Metroid kind of setup. But it makes it look like he got his arm got cut off, and that he's just like this is just like coming out. This is just like his upper arm length blaster coming out of his yeah. shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like it just looks real, like it's cut off at the elbow. Yeah, it looks real stumpy, uh, and it's very funny to me. <laughs> like the fact that it'd be this real tiny blaster, and it's not. But it's just the way that this this drawing looks. It's foreshortened in a weird way. It's not a good design. No, they just need no. to really signal that he was apocalypse pilled. Yes. You know, but yeah, it's not a good design. Luckily, we're not going to hang out with this guy that long. No. Uh, long, like. Longer than we hung out with Kiriko, who is now murdered on the bottom yeah. of this panel and hardly ever <laughs> mentioned again. Yeah, who has gotten dissolved. And Wolverine gets over that pretty quick. 
<laughs> I mean, um, he, he didn't know her. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's just like, they, they'll always have the moment where he told her to wrap up her wrist tighter. <laughs> um, the uh, Or less tight, I can't remember. Yes. Uh, we go into the next, excuse me, the next issue, issue 13. Um, the cover with uh, this dark Wolverine strangling Jean Grey with our X-Force team uh, kind of hypnotized in the background. Yes. You know, uh, floating there. Uh, really washed out. Looks really cool. Um, and we get into it. Uh, we don't pick up there. We don't pick up with the cliffhanger. We pick up on the seed team. <laughs> what I hate to be called the Z team. I do not like that. Yeah, the, the, the uh, yeah, Final Fantasy VIII get fucked. Z <laughs> team can go to hell. Um, yeah. So this um, is Phantom Ox's team of Rogue, Sunfire, Gambit, uh, and basically fighting off a bunch of weird Celestials in order to get to the big Celestial that has the life seeds in it. Uh, I love Phantom X just clowning Gambit, being like, "You should probably try using bullets and not fucking playing cards." Instead of cards, I'm sure that was cute. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very funny. Um, um, oh, look at me! I'm such a roguish antihero. But this um, this is not going I, well. I'd wager you have an eight ball tattooed somewhere. <laughs> That's the most brutal burn <laughs> that anyone's ever done to Gambit. Absolutely brutal, man. This is just so fucking devastating. Yeah. I hate it. The meanest thing you could ever say to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> And one of the meanest things you can do to yourself. Yes, absolutely. You know? Yeah, one Yikes. of the worst tattoos ever. Uh, let me see. Hold on. I, I found out that we have like one point three percent of our listeners in Germany. So let me see what percentage of of those have eight ball tattoos. <laughs> oh, weird. We don't. We don't. We don't keep track of that. I need to t- contact our podcast yeah. host. We don't have that. We'll, we'll have to do another listener survey. <laughs> um, patreoncom duckfeed. Tell us your secrets. Uh, this is not going well, and um, Eva is injured on the way there, uh, and they're basically going to crash. So uh, Phantom X is like, hey, if you can crash, can you crash us like next to the seeds, maybe? <laughs> that would be helpful. Um, I'll be honest yeah. with you, this section, it, this is fine, but the, when we talked about like the, all the gobbledygook from earlier, I could barely understand what they were doing or fighting at any given time in this section. I don't care. Like, the Celestials are confusing. Yeah. The, like, it, it's, it's, you know, it's not the clearest thing. Uh, basically, this is, you know, narration from phantom x talking about how like oh how i get wrapped up with these x people and knowing what's going on like oh gamut and rogue have these affections for each other they're going to spill their guts you know because they think they're going to die i uh, hear they start to do it and then they wait uh here he's basically just calling everything we're in phantom x's head now yes absolutely yeah um and they're they're fighting them off you know again it's not going well but they're fighting them off um i love uh gambit trying to get back he's like you know some sort of control panel down here and gambit says your french accent it's fake we <laughs> like um he's like yeah the virtual france i was raised in had imperfect programming I'm more dignified than your mutt creole ouch uh, just ouch. absolutely hates gambit so much <laughs> don't blame him <laughs> he doesn't even know him at all yeah he doesn't even know the real gambit he's just like fuck this guy uh <laughs> meanwhile sunfire and rogue are, are basically just fighting their way through um and uh phantom x makes the discovery that this this technology the celestial technology which should be totally unfamiliar with them um is actually pretty similar to some stuff he used in the world which seems kind of like a coincidence that we should explore later yeah that's no good uh gambit is going to sacrifice himself so they can make their escape yes uh with the seed i would get a cool panel of him doing 50 card 52 card pickup basically 
throwing all of these uh, all of his cards out at once, yep. killing Age of Apocalypse Gambit. And uh, uh, everybody's yeah. very sad about it. Rogue is like, "Oh my God!" Sunfire's like, "That should have been me. Why did we leave him?" And then we're gonna move on um, because these characters don't matter. They're in another universe. We don't we don't care about any of them. So we yeah, can, <laughs> it's, all, it's all fine. Yeah, we can we can we, bring uh, them back or, or kill them as we need at any point in time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I think this is when they grab the thing. This is, I, they reveal that there's only one life seed. Yes. During this section. There, yeah, we, yeah. we only find one. Yep. So they, they need two, you know, one to fight this universe's apocalypse, one to fight our universe's apocalypse, but they're only going to have one. We we switch over to uh, the sky, which is where Wolverine mm-hmm. is fighting Wolverine mm-hmm. Apocalypse. Uh, our Wolverine has seen the death of the daughter that he's known for approximately twenty minutes and has become uh, feral. He goes berserk and he starts slashing mm-hmm. at everybody. And our our X Men team, or Jean Grey's X Men team, starts fighting the Black Legion, um, which is like a lot of blob biting people and pulling their arms off and stuff like that. Uh, and it's exciting because like you just don't know what's going to happen because. Uh, any of these characters could die at any point and it's fun so yeah there's a bunch of bunch of goof troops yep you know uh here uh are the dark wolverine the apocalypse wolverine here is basically saying like not apocalypse i'm beyond it like leave or i'm gonna have to kill you he's not just saying like you know he's not mustache twirling yes. uh, here and that's going to be the uh common thread between this guy and archangel when archangel gets apocalypse pilled like they're undeniably evil they're doing evil things but we're we're a far cry from 1996 you know <laughs> death to the puny humans you know that kind of shit uh that they're trying not to do that yes um yeah. we get a lot more fighting uh blob is, is tearing some shit up uh wolverines are, are fighting one another um Nightcrawler is there. Some the Sentinels are coming after both Magneto and uh, the Silver Samurai because they've started to realize, like, oh, these are, are they, they, the the powers are failing. They're turning Magneto can't control them anymore. Um, and that's when Jean Grey shows up, uh, and Jean Grey confronts her ex husband, and he kind of defends all of this stuff, right? Like, oh, hey, uh, and we we've seen a lot of this play out of you know yeah. hey this is i chose the celestials because they were going to you know that they needed they, they were going to destroy the earth otherwise so they wanted me to clear everybody out so like this is not good and evil that's a man-made concept like this is just a fucking natural cosmic order and this is what i had to do and she's like that sucks and you suck <laughs> i don't i don't like that any yeah. of that stuff it's so you know humanity was not intended to be the final stage yes you know and this is stuff phoenix says you know depending on when it is mm-hmm. like when who's in control right like the Celestials and the Phoenix, they'll bring this up later, but they don't have totally different goals here. Um, Wolverine says like, hey, what if we got together, you know, with the power of the Phoenix, we could rebuild. You know, we're going to wipe the slate clean. Yeah, that, that's going to be painful, but we're going to, life will continue. The world will continue. And what if we did it together? You can save your friends, we can end the war, and we'll be together. And she's tempted by it uh, for a minute, but she eventually rejects it. You know why? You know, Do you know what her ultimate decision was? Why is that? The belt. I mean, there's no way that a woman oh, can just yeah. beat with that. I mean, like, if I tried to walk out to a, to a walk, excuse me, if I tried to walk out of my house yeah. with that belt on, Otto would be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I'm sorry, you're getting well, first of all, it'd be her belt. <laughs> like, well, she gets to wear the gigantic. That, that would belt. be one of the problems. Yeah, she's one of the few people yeah. that can drive to that can that can wear the A belt. <laughs> I've told you yeah. that she started doing like Western um, dressage stuff, horse wise. So like when she wins no. competitions now, she gets like big fancy belt buckles and stuff. So like. My whole vibe of this chick is ch- like she's wearing Wranglers <laughs> and wearing belt buckles, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, re- I gotta readjust. I gotta, I gotta fall in love all over again. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go back to Western wear. 
Oh man, thought, <laughs> just when I thought I was out. Um, <laughs> she ultimately says no, yeah. where she's not going to do this, uh, and she blasts him with Phoenix energy, which does not affect him, and she and he just smacks her in the face with the uh, with the blaster, with the mega with the mega yep. blaster, which makes a twud. Yeah, sound effect like a tweety uh, and he be- <laughs> and again he's not malicious he says the rest of you he's like you, you don't matter like you can either be part of this new world or die with the old but i'm not just going to kill you to kill you because this doesn't matter yep you know uh really weirdly wolverine comes back to our you know this dark wolverine apocalypse wolverine comes back and his version of ozymandias is storm or or it's Aurorius. How do you pronounce this? This is an awful word that has only ever been written. It's never been said Aurorius. out loud. Aurorius. Aurorius. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how this happened. Yeah. Because Storm was an X Man mm-hmm. uh, back in the Age of Apocalypse. Uh, who knows? Right. Yeah. Like she got convinced as well. I didn't realize it was the same person. It looked like her, but I just assumed this was like another Greek mythology thing sure yeah you know until later they they Spe- actually say that specifically say storm yeah um yeah. he wants her to ready the death sea now that he has his bride he's ready to destroy the, the world uh but our team of x-men still have a bunch of like random five panel issue characters to 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 kill so we're gonna do some of that um iceman is gonna disappear he's like i'm out of here <laughs> I'm like all right well see you later yeah. we'll catch up with you in the iceman standalone miniseries well, i guess this will this will have consequences soon yes yes he's he's basically saying this is you know wolverine's like just come back with us you know and uh iceman's like this was not part of the deal and this was lopsided anyway we have to take care of our own we're risking a lot to help these assholes you know um there's uh Psylocke takes control of the blob and he's like, Oh, what? I'm not in control of my body. What's going to happen? And she just makes him jump out of the building, <laughs> uh, which I like. Very fitting <laughs> like, in for just, blob. I love it. Uh, yeah, very good. Um, you know, Wolverine's trying to get them to stop. Like they're fighting all these, you know, kooky creeps. It's like, this isn't our fight. Like, get out of here. Stop doing this. Let's get out of here. Yeah. You guys are fighting mobs. Uh, it's time yeah. to go for the boss. Let, let's, let's get after it. Yep. Um, so, yep, yep, yep. so they grab Gateway. Um, and they're, they, they, they are teleported over to dark Wolverine, um, who has, um, Jean laid out on a table. I assumed that he was going to, um, like take her with him, but no, he's got the dark seed. He's going, looks like he's going to stab her with the dark seed, utilizing the dark seed and the Phoenix power to completely rebuild the world. Um, as storm, yep. as storm just kind of chills. Uh, and as the, as our team attacks, we get uh narration from dark Wolverine, Basically saying that oh he is one step ahead of everybody and we see him just completely murderizing the team like he's he's so good at being what he is that he can like predict where Kirk's gonna teleport to and slices him in half and he blasts Deadpool in the face and he's able to uh, distract Wolverine with Gene and then kill, get him from behind it looks like he just blows Wolverine in half and that's a very vicious thing to do yeah it's it's all it's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lose. However, this was a misdirection. Uh, a lot of this, um, you know, they look back at the table. Jean's not there. Uh, Wolverine goes, "Where wife? Where's my wife? <laughs> Where's my wife?" Uh, <laughs> you know, and Aurora, uh, Aurodius is like, "I revived her, and she was gone." I'll scan the base, and then Dark Wolverine just cold clocks Stone Storm, this Golem Storm in the jaw, and breaks her jaw off. Yes, uh, you know, pretty fucked up. Uh, and this is they escape like they the you know, gateway gets them out you know this is all again the misdirection op nerf nerf uh nerf disruption uh misdirection yes 
There. Absolutely. Um, oh. And uh, yeah. as they as they escape out, uh, Betsy's like, "What what are you what are you doing? Like, you, you, we have a live seed. Just use it." <laughs> and he's like, "We yeah. only have one. So if we use it, uh, then we can't. We're not going to be able to save Warren. And of course, that's a it's a huge problem." Meanwhile, Wolverine doubles down and is like, "Hey, Gene, uh, I've got like a condo in New York, which you guys probably yeah. don't know this, but that's like." A expensive kind of situation right now like the real estate prices have really gone crazy so like you should you should come hang you should come hang in new, our new York. join us yeah H- hang out with us um and she's yeah. she's of course like kind of not having this yeah she basically says no, no no go through the uh you take the seed save your world i'm not gonna allow my husband you know this world he created i'm partially responsible for this or at the very least i'm not gonna let him do this yes you know um like I Wolverine's like, I'm not going to abandon you again. And she says like, you're not abandoning me. I'm not your gene. I'm his gene. Yeah. Like I am the, the partner to this absolutely dark asshole Wolverine, you know, and sends them through with the life seed. Yep. Um, we don't know what's going to happen to them. They're going to come back, uh, in this arc, but we don't know. Uh, they all get teleported back and like, oh, this was for nothing. Uh, but however, while they were gone, dark beast has been busy, busy. Uh, he gathered, uh, Archangel, Archangel's horseman, uh, new and old, uh, and basically said we'll be taking that life seed. It's um now. I love I love this panel at the bottom where like you know yep. Warren's forces arrayed against our team who've just you know coming back bedraggled from a war that it was you know mentally reeling from seeing dead uh, friends and and family and all of this stuff. But it really looks like for all of the world that Warren's team was just gather around Cyclops's. Uh, um, henchman 24 outfit <laughs> and just clowning it constantly until they came until they showed up <laughs> yeah they're next to a guy that we're gonna see later uh in this crossover who has a little name black who i don't i think he's just a character rick remender made up mm-hmm. and when we get to it I, i'm gonna call it out i i meant to fake google it and see if he's a real guy but it's real fucking goofy okay, i'm into it yeah i love the x museum so much uh, best X-Men base. Easily the best X-Men base. Um, yeah. This is going to take us to... Oops, I'm on issue 13 somehow. How did I get here? Uh, issue 14. That's what... Um, yeah, issue 14. Doo, doo, doo. Uh, again, incredible cover. Uh, it's just the Horsemen uh, plus Holocaust plus Dark Beast. But this... Uh, you know, this we're back to a Pena, a Pena uh, doing the art. And this is the uh, the dude who I really like. God, this is so fucking cool. Who draws that? Like, just I mean, just, it's, it's my favorite comic book artist. Like, I forget about this dude, but he's phenomenal. He is absolutely amazing, and um, I just love I love how weird genocide is in every panel. Yeah, <laughs> like just um, you would think for like a flaming skull and a biohazard suit, it'd be like over the top, but like he's just like the fact that he just seems to stand everywhere makes it even worse. It makes it even cooler. The way he's written, like he's baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, in this version, because we we've only seen him in. Um, as far as I know, only in the age of apocalypse, you know, he was raised a horseman as a horseman and it was 1996. So he's just a mustache twirling villain, mm-hmm. you know, here he's a kid. It's, it's a much braver kind of choice for him. Um, I really like what they do with him. Yeah. It's great. And I love this, this crew. I love the, this version of the horseman, um, you know, pairing them with dark beast makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like one of his people from the other world, like it's just all good shit. And, uh, and Jerome Opeña again, Viva. We're gonna, yeah, seriously, I got to go look up all of this stuff, all of this dude stuff. Uh, uh, we're going to start out at the North Pole uh, the day before all of the events from the stuff that we just described, uh, where Dark Beast has met up with Warren, um, and they are they they have plans. Uh, he is he is he's there to help Warren become the Apocalypse. He was unsure if it would be be possible, 
Um, but of course they, you know, Apocalypse is, and, and this is where Warren says, no, look, I'm not coming back as Apocalypse. I am coming out as, uh, the, as, as Archangel and we're going to start the age of Archangel. And as they uh, descend yeah. into this cavern, which is where their base is, this like glowing, weird, gemmed place <laughs> underneath the yeah. surface of the North Pole, Shilfer River Well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's very strange. Uh, they are they're going into the inner sanctum as Warren is kind of saying like, "Hey, I don't want, you know, don't call me Lord. Don't I don't want any of this stuff. This is a whole new era. Like, don't just lie to me and tell me that everything I'm doing good, you were responsible for getting me here. You, the only thing that you owe me uh, is honest impressions as we move forward. Yeah. Like, tell me what you're thinking. It, it, he's trying to kind of signal that like under Warren's kind of temperance, this will be the same end goal as apocalypse. You know, the celestials want this. They want to destroy all life on earth and start over, but he's going to, his whole plan is to skip the age of apocalypse, mm-hmm. like skip the callings, skip all the stuff that apocalypse, old shitty apocalypse reveled in, you know, no period of darkness, um, no time slowly hunting and slaughtering humanity. We're just going to skip that and go right to utopia. It's going to be quick and painless. And then we're going to be in the real world. Yes. And I'm not going to be worshiped. I'm not going to do, you know, have these lieutenants and horsemen and these religious ceremonies don't want it, you know, uh, don't need it. Yep. Um, it's cool. Like it's, it's, it makes him a more interesting villain. Agreed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. It just not because it's not so like, I think you mentioned earlier, not so mustache shortly, right? Like it's like, Oh, like he's, yeah. he's got a plan. Like he, he seems to be doing this. Um, seems to be moving forward. This with like some thought and not just like kill everything. Um, we meet up with a, a character I don't remember at all, Autumn Wolfson, uh, who is apparently the. Oh, this is uh, this is old famine. This is old famine. famine. Okay, well, like, yeah, I, I just, yeah. This is the famine that made Jean Grey hungry, so she ate a bunch of hot dogs off the ground. Excellent, excellent. Now I'm with you. Yeah. I didn't know her name was. I, <laughs> yeah. I do remember her name was Autumn. Now I've, I think we talked about that because yeah. of obvious reasons. Yeah. I don't even know if they gave her a last name. Probably then. not. No. Um, but the idea that they've been the old horsemen have still been hanging around. And not only that, but this one has gotten pregante at some point <laughs> and, and had a baby. Um, you know, this is where a Holocaust came from. Yes. Apocalypse's son before he died. Uh, she's been hiding him because she thought Apocalypse would see him as a threat. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, but no longer because Archangel is like, hey, we're going to we're going to use this dude. Uh, we're going to you're going to be instrumental in my plans. And that's when we zip back over to Cavern X, where we're facing off uh, with our team. Um, who again have just teleported in from um, Age of Apocalypse, and Warren definitely thinks that he has the upper hand here. Like he's pretty confident, uh, and it's confirmed when we see this is what you alluded to earlier. We see Phantom X trying to use his um, <clears throat> misinformation power to mm-hmm. basically just trick everybody, and it does not work. He starts like you know laying this out verbally and they just re- completely yeah. reject it to a point where it starts echoing between his two brains and, and fucks him up a lot. Yeah. You have what you want. You've already got the life seed. We're so defeated and Frazzle will never counter attack. Yes. Like it's, I really like that. He just holds his hand out and talks and that's how the power works. Yeah. Me too. Um, but yeah, it's, it zaps him so it doesn't work. Um, Wolverine goes to attack him. I love him just being like, I haven't used any incendiary language. Why escalate things? <laughs> you know, again, it's all business. Yeah. Uh, he attacks Archangel and Holocaust uh, tears off half of Wolverine down to the skeleton. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> That's pretty vicious. Yep. Um, it's one of those real big hits he takes every once in a while. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's awesome to look at. Like, it's just a really cool. And like he, he falls down smoking and they're, they're worried because like, you know, d- 
this is probably more than he can recover from. Like this, that he's going to yep. take a lot to recover for it. Um, Archangel orders Famine to knock out Deadpool, who just collapses, being super thin. Um, Phantom X mm-hmm. is able to crawl over to Archangel and manages <laughs> to uh, get some qu- quips off and just and like, oh hey, you, your uh, your tailor forgot to armor up your the toe of your boot, and then just stabs him in the in the foot. <laughs> what? I'm trying to cause him foot pain. Uh, the uh, you know, the, this is uh, this pisses him off. Yeah, you know. Uh, so they they start fighting. You know, uh, war starts going at uh, Psylocke and Psylocke, I'm glad you are no longer infatuated with me. Um, you know, I'm going to remove all lingering, lingering doubt. It cuts his Atil- Achilles tendon. Yes. Uh, there to make him uh, fall down on uh, famine. Yes. The little drummer boy, he goes, Tarnation, and then uh, gets crushed. It's great. Um, uh, then she's able to disarm <clears throat> Dark Beast almost literally by cutting like the tendons in his shoulder because yep. he's going to attack with his right hand. She's like kind of figuring out how they're going to attack and, 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 and knocking them out one by one. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, and the reason I love the Phantom X stabbing uh, Archangel in the foot so much is because like we, we see him trying to maintain this like cool, calm. I'm the most reasonable guy in the room. All of you guys are overreacting. You're being weird. Why are you doing this kind of situation? And then like, but with Phantom X, he slowly loses that, right? Because he's, yeah. And he talks about this of like this, this so-called competition between us, the leers at Betsy, the Snyder remarks, like you were the only one participating in that. You didn't matter to any of us. I'm like, yeah, really? Is that why you're putting likes on tweets now? My bud? Is that, is that what's happening? (laughs) Is that what you, is that why you're putting views on tweets? Is that, you you, you just don't care? Is that what, okay, cool, 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 cool. You still seem extremely divorced, Archangel. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Psylocke gets a chance. Uh, She has one chance to kill him and she throws her knife through him, but she misses his heart. Yes. uh, On purpose. She can't do it. Uh, And this is, this is the thing. Archangel's like, spare her. She's important. You know, he wants to, everyone else's uh, killable, but uh, he has to live. Um, they manage to uh, just barely get away uh, through uh, Deadpool throwing a smoke bomb uh, to to escape in the smoke. Absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Um, you know, Deadpool is carrying uh, Deathlock, who got beat the shit out of while he was trying to guard the world. Um, and Psylocke is dragging uh, Phantom X. Or Deadpool has a uh, Wolverine. Yeah. Deathlock's going to go as well. He's just not pictured here. Um, I do love the, just yeah. the idea that a smoke, just a standard issue smoke bomb, like a military issue. Yeah, like, what do we do? <laughs> Here's a smoke bomb. <laughs> Extremely funny oh, to me. A, yeah. I'm distracted. I've achieved the gate dazed condition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they all pile onto Eva, uh, ready for to, to get the fuck out of there, to get, to, to get evacuated. Uh, they get everybody situated and uh, Betsy makes the not, particularly surprising move to uh jump out of eva uh and lands in front of warren and says you know i'm not giving up on you like she she got her team out but she she is there to she knows that her responsibility is to save warren like and not yeah. and to get warren out or get archangel out of control of warren's body there's a lot of depth like character stuff happening here because she has to prove to herself that she loves him yes you know largely because phantom x challenged it like she'd be doing this, you know, in some way, shape or form anyway, mm-hmm. but she's doubling down. Like she's extra desperate, uh, in part because it's been questioned, you know, she, she's, uh, there's a contrarianness to this edge. Like I will not give up on you. I have to prove that you were the person and the ending that they actually gets in there. And this is really touching and good. Yes. Agreed. Um, they're in the ship, uh, they're in Eva, uh, waiting for Wolverine to heal. Um, you know, he's, he's really, you know, absolutely 
torn up, uh, Phantom X is like, I'm going to quit. You guys should just call Scott Summers, call the Avengers. And Deadpool points out, oh, yeah, you know, we'll call the Avengers. It's it's a robot, an assassin from the future. And you, uh, we're going to tell them this really crazy story. And the only person who could, you know, verify it is Wolverine. And he's on a table. Yeah, almost. You know, he's half incinerated. So they are they are on their own. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, uh, the, the, for, this is the point where we switch back over to uh, Warren and his underground hideout in the North Pole. Uh, and he's kind of pontificating towards Psylocke, uh, who, you know, his typical, like, I've evolved, uh, I've grown, I've grown so much. She's like, yeah, I've heard heard someone else say that relatively recent recently and uh and he was turned out to be super evil and of course warren's like oh well that's just a subjective concept and i'm like "Eh, eh." yeah i mean kind of you're gonna kill a lot of people here in a minute bud yeah (laughs) you know uh he she's just trying to get through to him you know uh trying to get through to the real uh warren worthington um you know uh well we've been trying to save you and he's like this isn't a mistake there's nothing to save this is evolution. Yes. You know, our world has been distorted like the one you just came from. Uh, natural course has been interfered with. I have to rectify that. You know, Wanda Maximoff said no more mutants that devastated us in that moment. Natural and uh, evolution that was intended for this world was shattered. All I'm doing is fixing it. Yep. You know, and he gets a phone call from McCoy who is uh, all set to meet at the Tabula Rosa site. Uh, yeah, and uh, this is when Archangel is like, "Hey, you'll understand what all of this is about. Uh, I'm going to fly out and leave you behind." Um, and then we cut to wherever this site is, uh, where uh, Archangel is carrying genocide um, to this town in the middle of it. Um, drops him there, uh, and we see like the, the citizens of this town. There's just random people. It's like, "Oh, you guys are superheroes. You don't look like superheroes." and uh, Archangel says, I used to be, but the idea no longer holds meaning to me. And this poor teenager is just like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Dope. He says, like, go home and tell your mother that you love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, the kid's like, don't worry, they're superheroes, uh, as genocide then blows up the entire town. Yep. Uh, and kills 3,000 people. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, it's no good. The art on this, I think, is really, really great. Um, just oh yeah, the the way that the the pages kind of track with each other, where we we see all of the violence up top, and then we see like Betsy at the bottom, like arriving mm-hmm. to, um, you know, obviously Warren's or Archangel's like kind of central quarters, and then like sitting down in the dark, just like realizing what he has done is is really good. Um, and then of mm-hmm. course we get the page where Archangel is just watching from above the destruction, and then seeing people like around react to this like we see dark beast looking at the life seed we see betsy just devastated we see uh wolverine laid out on the table and that's where we end the issue it's a dark fucking moment mm-hmm. you know it's like the and walk hard this is a dark fucking time period this is a dark time uh, period my <laughs> man. or dark fucking period of my life um yeah uh but it's all gonna turn out okay because uh superheroes is gonna do fun stuff yeah um uh, but what, but along the way is super fun like this has all been uh yeah it's such it's so good like you just like it's it's really i think you said you finished the saga already like you couldn't yeah <laughs> like i couldn't I did it last night i, I didn't want to stop i didn't have time to do that today but i was like i'm glad i waited to the last minute to read these because otherwise i would be breezing on through uh so i'm i'm, ex- yeah. I'm excited to read the next one even though i've already read all these before like it's still super fun to read so same yeah i just i really like the storyline yeah yeah really good you know viva rick Remender. 
I like this guy a lot. Don't let him go to DC and um, pull a pull a rock. No, but nobody wants that. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, see if he can finally yeah do something cool with those on those characters. Uh, yeah, I really I really like this heady weird trippy shit. Me too. Yeah, and, and it, this, I love this crew. I love that this crew of horsemen. Uh, so much. They're so weird. Um, you know, just yeah, really really good. The final horsemen are great. And as weird as this is, like it the the series gets weirder and weirder and weirder as it goes. Like it, it continues to deliver. Yeah. Um, almost to the point where I'm like reading this show. I'm like, oh, I don't really I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I think I said this when we first started covering this. Um, a lot of people when they sold me uh, on Wolverine and the X Men. Was like, oh, it's the follow up to Grant Morrison Dex Men because mm-hmm. it's the school and everything. And it is like wacky, but it's so funny. Like it's so, so lighthearted. And I never really got that sense from Grant Morrison's X Men. This feels more of a follow up to me. Um, it is dealing with the big, you know, going through the big X Men concepts like these alternate worlds, apocalypse, kind of playing the hits. Uh, and it has that surrealness mm-hmm. that the, the Grant Morrison X Men has. You know, like this is this the sound is a living cancer is not that different than sublime as a like, you know, a living virus yeah. or like a, a sentient bacteria, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's a good um, shit. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll, you know, yeah. just it's, how weird is it that we just kind of ass backwards our way into, you know, Age of Apocalypse and then Archangel and then all this stuff just kind of boop, boop, yeah. boop, 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 just knocked it out. Yeah. yeah. It's very funny. I, I mean, what we're following the X Men threads we're interested in. Yeah. Like, there's another mm-hmm. way we could have been, if we had followed from um, Messiah Complex, we could have ended up in like the Shi'ar War. Yes. Or some bullshit. Like, you know, we, we just decided to follow the better stuff. So, and I'm happy about it. Me too. Um, if you're happy uh, about it, you should uh, show us that you're happy by going to patreon.com slash TV and donating some money to us every month. Uh, doing yeah. that will get you uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Hours and hours and hours, like literally thousands of hours of exclusive content, like talk about movies and video games and all kinds of crazy shit. So you should, you should do it for that um, just by itself. Like you, it is such a great value just in terms of, putting a cash into a machine and getting content on the other side. <laughs> like it's insane. I, I think so. Uh, thanks everybody who donated and watched duck stream. Yeah. The first time we're much. recording, uh, since then, uh, this episode comes out on Christmas Eve, you know? Uh, so thank you. know, If you celebrate Merry Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't, we're here yeah. for me. You come, you know, well, you can't talk to Gary on Twitter anymore. You can come, you can slip into my DMS if you're lonely on Christmas though. And I'll, yeah. I'll answer. I'll be, I'll be cooking food all day and um, probably drinking. So, you know, I'll be definitely willing to answer questions. Surly <laughs> <laughs> like, Uncle Jeremy will be ready to, yeah, yeah. to, to give you dating advice. Answer number one, fuck uh, off. Answer number two, tell me yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates. Otherwise, you know, have a happy and safe New Year's, please. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.